0: You're listening to the Casual Swinger Podcast. As your hosts, we need to warn you that the material you're about to hear may be sexual or explicit in nature. This podcast is intended for an adult audience. Now, we don't expect you to act like
1: adults. What's the fun in that? We're a married couple living in Florida with over 13 years of experience in the lifestyle, and we take almost nothing seriously. Casual Swinger is a variety show, meaning we'll cover everything from music to events, travel, and even the occasional hilarious screw-up. Our show is about entertainment. We're not licensed professionals. Had anything. And our stories, commentary, and guidance should not be confused with the opinions of a licensed professional.
0: Now that you know, let's take those pants off and get comfy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Casual Swinger. I'm Mallory.
1: And I am Mickey.
0: It's about time. I know, I've been right? I've sitting here waiting on you.
1: Uh... Well, and you haven't been waiting for a month, and that's how long it's been since we've released (laughs) an episode.
0: Sorry, guys. Yeah, here we are
1: again every time. We're like, sorry, some shit came up.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, it's COVID times. It's a little fucked up.
1: Well, one of these days I'm gonna have like a really good excuse, like aliens, or I like pulled gold nuggets out of my ass. Don't even get me
0: started on aliens.
1: Aliens are the coolest shit ever.
0: I I I think I'm turning into a conspiracy theorist because I'm so fascinated with some of the stuff that's been released over the last six months. It's so cool. I just decided, like, just come get me already. I'm ready to be abducted.
1: No, this I think you had you were onto something earlier today though. You said that maybe that's what COVID is actually all about. It's just the cover up for the aliens. Did
0: you just fucking call me out? I did. That was private.
1: You fucking tinfoil hat wearer.
0: I, I it, there's it's aluminum, by the way. Oh yeah, right. we've graduated since 1957.
1: Well, I failed. I put a colander on my head, so a
0: colander. Are you a pastafarian?
1: Oh, very much so.
0: Mm, that's great. So <laughs> anyway. I, I I heard like no one wants your penis. Yeah, that's the title of this what episode. What is that about? Nobody
1: wants Mickey's penis. Womp womp. No, so here's what happened. We put out this episode, and this is a mashup between us, Double Date Nation, Sapphic Swingers, Average Swingers, Swing Fashions, comic. And it, this was just a, a really <laughs> cool get together that we had amongst our bubble for new year's yes so everybody was kind of safe and made sure we didn't do anything stupid before and everybody got together and flew out here and what i realized once everybody got here is the girls were only into each other and nobody wanted mickey's penis
0: (laughs) apparently i forgot to service you that whole
1: weekend oh don't mind my tripod ass walking (laughs) around going okay what am i gonna do i get
0: in host mode and like that works like for and against you Right. Yeah. Mostly against because like I was so focused on, you know, just making sure a company was well taken care of as far as like being, you know, hospitable towels, you know, food, whatnot.
1: Yeah, you were extremely... You're, the like, the hostess with the mostest, but Yeah, me, but the hostess
0: never gets laid.
1: No neither the host. I'm walking around going, <laughs> hey. And, yeah. I mean, let me tell you, we hard did, dicks don't impress lesbians. Yeah, I figured that out. Yeah,
0: and we did have our fucking neighbors invade, like, literally walk through our back door, like, hey, what's up, guys? Without their shirts on, like, so fucking awkward, I can't even.
1: Yeah, things that happen at swinger parties. When your neighbors that are completely vanilla but know that you're swingers come walking in at 2.30 in the morning... And then take their shirts off.
0: I'm still fucking bitter about this. I swear I'm going to walk in their back door and take my shirt off while they're sitting on the couch, like eating popcorn, watching, you know, the next episode of God Knows What. WandaVision. Yeah, WandaVision.
1: I don't know. But that's another story for another time. uh, That did happen. So we had this event and... You know, it just turned into a really neat podcast idea. I guess it was Jay or Angie that had the idea to do this mashup.
0: Yeah, yeah. So let's get back to it. I like how Jay explained it. It it was really like speed dating.
1: So, But it was kind of like a key party because we all had to pull names out of a hat.
0: It it was. So the different podcasters had to pair up with a different partner, right? Yeah,
1: and I got a lesbian. Fucking thanks, Jay. Yeah, yeah. Really? Jay, you fuck me again, Jay. I just want you to know if you're Aww. listening to this right now. Yet, only, And I really didn't get fucked because I love Rachel. She's amazing. Uh, and she's. it's really nice to say that I got to spend an hour with her. She definitely doesn't want a, your penis. <laughs> but she does definitely not want my penis. No, no, no chance. It's pretty much the last penis that she no. wants.
0: And Angie and I, like, trying to stay, like, take it seriously. I think um, you'll find that we kind of. Yeah, I, we go a little off track here, but it was so much fun. Like my, I remember leaving the room after, you know, everyone had come and asked their question. My face hurt
1: so bad from smiling
0: and laughing. Uh,
1: but you're not in this episode. You're I'm not in, in I'm Janel. not in
0: this this episode. I'm on the uh Janel ca- casual casually average swingers. Yeah, cavalier
1: casually average mashups. You <laughs> fucked me up. I can't I'm even sorry. speak because of you. Sorry. That's hilarious. It's
0: because I just listened to their episode and I'm like laughing at the recollection of it. And
1: yeah, oh, we're, we're just a complete train wreck. But yeah, sorry, guys. I, I love that we did this because it really does give everybody kind of a taste of people working together that don't normally work together, which I just thought yeah. that was really fun. And uh, Rachel is such a great person to do it with because the thing that, that really stood out to me about doing it with Rachel. And of course, we interviewed Jay and uh, oh shoot, Jane. Yeah, Jay and Jane. Did I get that right?
0: I love both Jay and Jane.
1: Yeah, and that's Swing Fashions, and they were so cool, uh, just such nice people, and had such great insights. And you don't really necessarily get those insights when you read their comic. But what I the reason one of the things I love about their comic is it gives you another way to consume sex positive content. Yes, right, because it's not just another podcast. It's not just another vlog.
0: Completely different medium. Yeah,
1: right. So it, it reaches a whole different audience that maybe only has 60 seconds mm-hmm. to read something and see something and they get a positive message out of it. So I, I love what those guys do and I was so excited they came up to visit with us and so glad to meet them. And then getting to do what I got to do with Rachel, she's so conscientious and has so much emotional intelligence that she really kind of sees things. Some of the questions that we answered, one that comes to mind for me is when we talked about uh, you know playrooms and what kind of playrooms that we thought were really cool. And I talked about the... Uh, single guys playroom for hot wife and cut couples at NIN that I thought was a really novel idea and she talked about a girls only playroom on the bliss cruise oh. so it was really just kind of a, a yin yang conversation as a straight guy and and a lesbian girl we we had very similar views but from opposite perspectives so very I really nice. really enjoyed doing that with her I thought that was really cool uh, Andy was high as shit when she came in here so she was a lot of fun <laughs>
0: Yeah, she was our first question on oh. on Jay and Angie's podcast.
1: I got sloppy thirds with Andy, so nice. <laughs> it was a while H- later. Honey,
0: you take sloppy tenths on that one. That's true. Let's be honest.
1: Yeah, that's true. I yeah, There's no question about it. Uh, and then, of course, like I said, I think we had we had Jay in here, and he was great. And just, it, it was really fun to do. The only people we didn't have in the group were Jay and Angie, but we've had them on the show before. So uh, I think this was a really neat opportunity to do some of this stuff. I think you guys are going to dig it. I think that it definitely gives you some interesting perspectives and some funny-ass answers uh, to some of these things, Hilarious. all three of the shows. Yeah. So make sure you catch Sapphic Swingers. Sapphic Swingers did this with us, so it's our show. Average Swingers and Sapphic Swingers, were all releasing pretty much on the same day. So it's three hours of shit show for you guys.
0: <laughs> I think it's a good pick-me-up.
1: Yeah, if this doesn't keep you fucking busy, I really don't know what you're doing with your lives, guys. I really don't. to Oh, more masturbation. Like, yeah, that just, yeah, that's what I did all weekend because I didn't get laid. Nobody wanted Mickey's penis.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel bad about that in my head. I had to think back. I'm like, I'm pretty sure we had sex. And you're like, no, no, no I know no. we didn't because I was thumping my hard cock like mm-hmm. on everything possible. I, I kept that's running when running I know things. you're actually miserable is like you just mollywop everything <laughs> in the house just to let me know that it's still hard and waiting for me. Well, and I, then I'm a failure as a wife.
1: I don't know if it was as a wife. <laughs> I mean, maybe as a concubine, you may be a little bit of a failure, but it's okay. I apologize. Well, hey, we got a few other things going on we got to tell you guys about. It is not the monthly Casual Swinger. This is the bi-weekly Casual Swinger show, so we're going to get our shit back together. We got a couple of good episodes coming for you. They are more or less ready to go, so that's the good news.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what do we have going on? We, oh, like, so we... much.
1: Big news. Yes. Big big,
0: big, big news. Huge news. So nervous, but big news.
1: And that big news is we have our very first casual swinger meet and greet coming up in central Florida.
2: Ooh. Ha. And it's in just
1: a couple weeks. It's on March 19th. That is a Friday. That is a Friday night at Oasis on the River in Sanford, Florida.
0: What I will say is this is the bar we mentioned a few episodes ago um, that has the outdoor pools on the river. Um, indoor-outdoor bar. Um, it's going to be a midnight pool party, weather permitting. Fingers crossed it looks that way.
1: Yeah, it looks like it's going to be good. I mean, it's 90 degrees down here right now, and that usually means that Florida went, eh, fuck spring.
0: Yeah, we have a, like, spring lasts a day.
1: Yeah, and then it's like, and on with summer. Yeah.
0: So it should be a lot of fun. Um, Doors open at 9.
1: Yes, doors open at 9. It is a closed event, folks. That means that if you get there early, there will be people there eating dinner and stuff. But at 9 p.m., they're done. And that means you got to have tickets to get in. That doesn't mean get there early because people that don't have wristbands will be encouraged to roll out or buy tickets to stick around. Now, those tickets are going to get you things like prizes and you're going to get an owner to raffle for casual toys and a few other things as we pick up a few sponsors for this thing in the next couple of weeks i've already talked to a few folks that want to jump in so
0: awesome it's love gonna that be fun.
1: it's also going to get you that wristband is going to get you discounted entry the following day to top secret resort down in orlando florida which is a new lifestyle destination
0: yes yes so don't rip it off
1: yeah don't take it's it
0: it's okay off. if it looks a little jangled when you get there yeah if it's got lube kidding. on it or something <laughs> it's
1: fine nobody <laughs> gives a shit oh but, uh, but it, it uh,
0: should, should be, be fun yeah, it should be a great time.
1: Yeah, then, so great thing is Oasis is bringing in a good DJ. I met the guy today. He was fantastic. So we're going to have a great DJ in there. We're going to have some games. We're going to have some fun. We're going to have some laughs. We're going to have a table set up with all kinds of good shit for you. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Me too. Super excited. Again, it is our first. I think it'll be an amazing event. Um, Local Sanford. Florida, Central yes. Florida. So it's called Oasis.
1: On the river. On the river. That's right. And you can check Twitter. I put out an ad so for how, that. And, how, uh, you can see it.
0: Yeah. How do people register? Because you can pre-register for it because you'll save 10 bucks versus buying at the door.
1: That's true. If you come to the door, it's 30 bucks. If you do it before you get there, it is $20 for a couple to get in. And if you go to the show notes, you can see. I'll put a link in there for you to buy those tickets. Or you can go to casualswinger.com. Travel with us you go to travel with us, we're going to have a link right there on the website where it'll take you over to buy your tickets. Or you can go on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm going to put shit all over the place so you guys know how to find this.
0: Sweet.
1: Love it. In addition to that, we've got a lot of other good stuff coming up. Like, oh, I don't know. Let's talk about podcast Podcastapalooza. That is right around the corner.
0: Oh, that's me. And I'm thinking I need to do that naughty gym. I think I need to jump on the bus with everybody else because figuring out my own fucking workouts every day, which it's only been three days.
1: And you're killing is, it. Is
0: <laughs> not really. I'm dying because I don't know what to do. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can get my cardio up. Like, that's pretty easy. Like, that's, you know, treadmill or the elliptical, whatever those Machines are upstairs that make me move my legs. And then I have all this equipment, and I'm like, like, what do I do? Sometimes I just make stuff up, and then I hurt myself. And that's <laughs> not fun.
1: So Naughty Jim is your answer, it sounds I like. I think so. So make sure you go check it out. If you haven't done it yet, at podcast-a-palooza.com. Uh, there's still some uh, rooms available for Podcast yeah. Palooza.
0: Last time I checked, they were over 65% booked. Um, that's May... Remind me.
1: I actually don't know off the top of my head, but we can put it in the it's show a, notes. It's the third weekend in May. There you go. Third weekend in May. Yeah. So that's coming up. And then our friends at Room 77 have their Antigua trip coming oh, up. Oh,
0: yeah. I just saw that Double Date Nation is a sponsor. That's in July. Yeah.
1: It's called Exploration. So mm. that's coming up. Those guys are freaking hilarious. If you guys want to check that out. We are not involved with that, but we thought we'd mention it for him just because it looks like such a unique and interesting trip.
0: It does. They I, just I, did a Dallas event, like some some people that we know that went. Said it was amazing. Um, we've been fans of their show. So uh, by all means, if you're looking to travel this summer, at, at least check it out. I think it's, um, I have it in the notes. It's like 77 events.
1: Yeah, 70, it's events77.com events and it's in July. Dyslexic. So dyslexic. check that out. And uh, last thing, and this is something we are doing, is the Rachel's Rascals November Hedonism <gasps> 2 trip.
0: Oh, I'm so excited for this one. I'm I'm super bummed and heartbroken that we missed um the trip here in February. Um, as of Saturday, most of those folks departed and uh, came home. Uh, Trip was went well. Yeah, everybody had a great time. Yeah, everyone had a great time, and it looks like we have an action packed November ahead of us. So. There are a few rooms left in our block. Um, more than happy to book those. So go to our page, casualswinger.com. Travel with us.
1: Yep, absolutely. Or you can go to rachelsrascals.com. That's R-A-C-H-A-L-S rascals.com. Now, here's an important note from that Rachel's Rascals trip. That important note is Nobody got stuck. That's what everybody was afraid of, right? Going down there and having to test Fantastic. in order to get home. That's,
0: I'm not going to lie. That's what we were worried about.
1: Yeah, that's the, pretty much the reason we weren't there. But nobody got stuck. Everybody's fine. So make sure to go to casualspringer.com, travel with us, and book your rooms if you want to come down and party with us like a Jamaican in Hedonism 2. Yaman. Now, last things last, before we jump into this episode, remember <gasps> Casual oh. Toys.
0: Yeah, don't forget to Casual Toys. And I have one announcement that's oh, not in the notes.
1: another announcement. So. All right, well, Casual Toys coupon code for this month is get lucky. Get lucky gets you 15% off. We also did a complete redesign of casualswinger.com. So if we forgot you and you're a content creator or a lifestyle friend out there, reach out to us and let us know if we left you out. And we will make sure to get you added to the all new Casualswinger.com. What did you have for him, baby? Before we jump.
0: I just want to wish uh Harry Lang and Howard a happy birthday. Their birthdays were this past week. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. right. I all about that. I love those guys.
1: They're pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? This is uh at least for the next forty minutes or so, the last anybody's gonna hear of you.
0: That's right. I'm not in this episode. See you later, alligators.
1: Yeah, you want to tell everybody how to find us and we'll get on with the hijinks?
0: Sure. You can find us. as Casual Swinger everywhere. That's CasualSwinger.com. Message us at podcast at CasualSwinger.com. If you're looking up for us on social media, that is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can find us on the dating sites, of course, Double Date Nation, as well as SLS, STC, Cassidy, and Quiver.
1: All right, folks. Coming back at you, we're going to get in your ears, me and the lovely Rachel of sapphic swingers. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Casual Swingers. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Casual Swinger. My name's Mickey. You're going to notice that we're missing beautiful Mallory today because I have not one, but two beautiful ladies in here with me. Can I hear it? I know I can hear it. It's right here. <laughs> but hey, I got two beautiful ladies in the studio with me today. One of them is the beautiful Rachel from Sapphic Swingers. How are you? I am
3: doing fabulous. So happy to be here with you.
1: I'm so happy to have you in my lair. <laughs> and I also have the adorable Jane from Swing Fashions <laughs> Swinger comic. Hello, hi. I'm excited to have both these pretty ladies in here. So we're doing a special here today. We're doing a crossover episode. You guys could have picked our episode. You could have picked an episode from Average Swingers or from Sapphic Swingers. And all of these episodes have crossover artists. Each of these people are going to be talking to you and answering different questions. Jane has some questions for us today that we're going to answer at least one question. One question. And the answer is yes, Just Jane. One. Yes, Jane, I, I will do dirty things to
4: you. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, well, let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, all right. Well, the show's over, folks. I hope you had a good time.
4: Um, so uh, Swing Fashions is a comic that kind of celebrates the silly things that we all do and get wrong in the lifestyle, particularly for us anyway, when we are first getting started, although we make mistakes almost every day <laughs> life. So... I just want to ask you, one thing that seems to be a common thread amongst folks that have had oopses in the lifestyle is the throw-up story. So I'm wondering if you can share a story that involved either you or your partner or another couple that you were with and throw-up, because everybody loves a good vomit story, right?
3: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't usually lead to good sexy times.
4: No, no, but I we're all about the silly. <laughs>
3: I do believe I've seen a comic with, with the uh, the vomit.
4: Uh, yes, that was an early one and uh, very well received, surprisingly.
1: <laughs> oh, well, it was received. We, we don't know how well it was received. And it was yeah. me.
4: I was the, I was the vomiter. <laughs> oh, well, nobody needs to know that.
1: Followers of Casual Swinger know that we deal more with shit than vomit. <laughs> uh, it seems to be that something uh, always happens. The casual us. shitters. Yeah, the casual shitters. But, uh, you know, I think for us when it comes to vomit type, you know, situations, you know, we always run into people that drink to excess. Uh, And part of it is nerves, right? Because we're in a situation that's so unique. It's so different than what we deal with when we're out there in the real vanilla world. So we don't feel like we have to drink to relax or drink to allay whatever sort of, I don't know, inconsistencies or discomfort that we have with the situation that we're in. And so we go too far because, you know, once one tastes good, two tastes good, three tastes good, four tastes good, five tastes, it's on the floor. Hell yeah. Right? Uh, so I think it, I think we've seen it at clubs, but I don't think it's ever really happened to us because we've been in the lifestyle so long. And me coming from a lifestyle relationship, I was able to kind of guide Mallory away from that and say, if you feel like you have to drink to be here, we shouldn't be here. Yes. Which made for a really good conversation and communication between the, between the two of us. We drink because we like to, not because we feel like we have to.
3: You're definitely the lifestyle Sherpa there. <laughs> that was that was amazing that, that you did that. For us it didn't happen that way. No. We we had been monogamous for five years before we got in the lifestyle. And our first experiences were in clubs. So we were at the club and we were drinking and having a good time and flirting and somehow we made our way to the back room. Woo-hoo. And um I had a couple drinks too much, and I was, I think Tiff and I had started playing, and I was like, um, thankfully I was able to recognize it, and I was like, honey, this is not going well, and I immediately jumped up, and there was a trash can right there. So I was like the good one that actually puked in a trash can and not all over like the orgy bed, and fucked up, (laughs) fucked up evil's playtime, but so... Like, I puked there, and then I was like, all right, and now we got to go. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: No one's going to kiss me the rest of the night. Oh, goodness. I, I do think it happens to the best of us. I can think of yes. dozens of times in my lifetime. I mean, I remember the first time that, like, my faux pas for vomiting was I had a girlfriend that broke up with me and left me for my best friend, which really sucked. And I decided I was going to drink about it. And at the time, this is going to kind of date me, so no one ever will go out with me again because they think I'm old, <laughs> but it, Ice House beer was all the rage. Oh, yeah. Oh, and as it turned out, what I didn't know about Ice House, is see, I had this idea. I thought I was a badass because I could drink Miller Lite like nobody's business. And then all of a sudden there was a case of Ice House, and I'm two-fisting Ice House just pounding beers. And everybody's like, you need to slow down. You need to slow down. I'm like, no, I drink, all, I drink like this all the time. I'm fine. Ice House had double the alcohol content of regular beer. So the next thing you know, I'm bent over my aunt's island with my head in my hands, puking on her floor, and her whole party broke apart. Everyone running out of the house. I stripped naked (laughs) and started, you know, get him outside. So I stripped naked, and I'm outside. And people are like, no, get him back in the house. He's naked. Yeah, and then they had to drag me up the stairs where they dropped me into a bathtub and, you know, started showering and just left me in the shower with water running on me, at which point I was calling for this very attractive friend of my aunt's to come up and wash me. Ooh. Loudly, bath? so the entire neighborhood could hear it. Oh no! And to this day, those fuckers will never let me forget it. <laughs> oh, it's really it. sad. It oh. makes me very sad. Oh, I'm sorry. So ever since then, I'm very careful <laughs> because I know that I'm going to get naked and call for somebody to come sponge bash my balls. So do you get bath, like not a bash? Kid?
3: So do you get like a case of ice house for Christmas every
1: year? God, you know? no. Thank Christ. They've forgotten about that. The one thing I did get is Zima, ironically enough, because <laughs> I had hot Zimas in the back of my car once. And my cousin, who's kind of like my little sister, I made her drink them all before we got home because I didn't want my grandfather or grandmother to see them. So they were all in the back seat of the car. So I made her pound like four hot Zimas when she was like 13. Oh it was awesome. She was <laughs> hammered and she was, was she didn't drink till she was 25. <laughs> I cured her of her desire to ever drink. Seriously,
3: you scarred her a little. By being an asshole,
1: (laughs) it was awful.
4: That's nice. So, I guess pivoting on that, do you have a story that would be funny in a comic? Then, like just a silly, funny story.
1: Silly, funny story in a comic from lifestyle events. From lifestyle, of course. Yeah, Uh, you know, lifestyle events for us, we are always really kind of just kind of laid back right, we always kind of hang on the periphery, make friends, we're not, we never really go to one to have sex, that's never the goal when we go to a lifestyle event for us, which is kind of where the word casual comes from and what we do, uh, but we have definitely had some situations where we, we go and we anticipate it, right, i give you a great example, uh, the first time that I ever, so I'm friends with several doctors, and we've done some shows on ED and stuff like that, one of them gave me the shot, and he's like, try it. It's amazing. Your dick will be harder than Chinese algebra. It's it's gonna be like just amazing. So I did it. And of course, the couple we were supposed to meet in the next half hour, she got sick. She threw up. She drank too much in the afternoon, couldn't meet us. So I have this dick that's so hard that a cat can't scratch it.
0: Mallory. Like, Daddy's Mallory, home.
1: What are we gonna do with this? And she's like, That looks like a you problem. <laughs> So I took this ED medication, had the world's hardest dick. And she's like, yeah, I just don't feel like I'm into it now. I was really looking forward to what was going on. And I'm sitting there with a kickstand that won't go away. (laughs) Now, the best part is that's the second time I took that drug. The first time I took it was when the doctor gave it to me. The doctor gave me the drug and says, okay, and it puts it in in the office so I can learn how to do it, which is great. Except I'm like, okay, where's the antidote? He's like, oh, I'm out. (laughs) So I have this rock hard dick and he goes, well, just drive down to the pharmacy and they'll give you the antidote. The pharmacy was 45 minutes away and there was afternoon traffic in Orlando. It took me an hour and 10 minutes. I was driving the vehicle like Tommy Lee was driving the boat with his dick, right? Because my (laughs) dick was so hard. I had to get it out of the way of the steering wheel and then walk into the pharmacy with a hard on to get the antidote to the drug that the doctor had given me. Yeah, that's my life. I'm fucking Charlie Brown. I'm not Mickey Casual Swinger. I'm Charlie
4: Brown. I can see the comic forming. (laughs) A hundred percent.
1: Anyway, we've got some other guests coming into the show for you guys. Our 10 minutes are up. We're gonna rotate these guests through and we're gonna come back and do it. Ladies, this was fun.
4: It was. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for joining us, and we'll be right back in just a second, right after this. You've been listening to Casual Swinger. Welcome back to Casual Swinger. I'm still Mickey, and I still have the beautiful Rachel with me, but we've changed out one of our guests. We have... Full swap. Oh, yeah. Full swap, right? (laughs) The LSD himself has joined us in the Casual Swinger Studios in beautiful sunny Florida. LSD stands for little sexy dude. His name is Dave. He's with Double Date Nation. Double Date Dave, how are you today? Doing all right about yourself, man. I'm pretty good, buddy. Thanks for joining me at the Casual Swinger Studios. Hey, Hey, I'm glad I could be here. This is fun. So I heard you brought a question with you that we need to use to kick off this conversation. I
2: I did, and it's actually going to be a joint for you to work together. I need your imagination to work together
1: on this one. My imagination, I've done a lot of things with Rachel.
2: So the question (laughs) is, you you have a billionaire come to you. He's given you an island and a billion dollars to build the ultimate Swinger Resort. What does it look and feel like when you get there? Build me a Swinger Resort that you two would build.
1: All right, I'm going to let you start that one, Rachel, because
2: I talk too much. Like, talk to me about the entrance. Vis- Visually build this resort for me.
3: I want it to be kind of hidden from the entrance. So you, you like, pull around the corner so and see just this. It looks like the mansion next door. Mm-hmm. And then you walk through that first door, and then there's, like, a courtyard. And in the courtyard... There are people serving you drinks and people coming to greet you. Oh, and what are they wearing? Um, they're wearing uh, tassels.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, I love her. this is like going. Are we talking like graduation <laughs> and, tassels on their head or on their nipples? <laughs> on, the, on the
3: nipples, yes. nipple tassels, oh, and okay. thongs. Oh, it's so beautiful. And That's very nice. um, and for for other people, they're wearing. The men are wearing. Uh, I don't know, with the boy
2: the boy underwear. The boy underwear. Yeah. So just most the really boys tight shorts boy and stuff like that. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. I don't I know the ter- I don't know all the boy terms. <laughs> see, you've got to jump in here and add to the creative juices here. Well,
1: I'm it's, feeling it's it. a team effort. But see, I kind of I kinda want this place to be an island that's just off the coast of a major city like Miami. So you have to take a ferry. And when you get on the ferry and when you and you get off, right, that's when it's a different world. So it's lush. You can't tell what it is by looking at the island from the outside, but once you step through the trees, it opens up into this grand entrance where you have your women wearing graduation tassels and thongs, <laughs> yes. and right, and you can move forward into the experience. Okay, so there.
3: this this ferry only goes to that's it. island. It it goes only there. to okay, okay. Now, now I'm liking this better because okay. you don't want you don't want the stray with like thinking that they're
1: like just going to the beach
3: to. All right. to come to He's right. like, right. where's my car?
1: Wrong fairy, dude. (laughs) No, I mean, I I think that's a lot of fun to to really kind of imagine an experience that's immersive. I think one of the best parts about swinger experiences that we have, the ones that we cling to, the ones that capture our imagination or that become nostalgia for us, are the ones where we were completely immersed and forgot about our day-to-day lives. So if you aim to build that sort of thing in the lifestyle, whether you're doing an event, whether you're having a party, whether you're designing a club, immersion is key. Mm
2: -hmm. My personal opinion. Well, so, and, uh, see, I just have to throw into the idea of the attire that they're wearing when they come in. What do you think of garter belts? So should uh, we some hot as fuck. Thank you. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I think, see, we need to have garter belts. I think all three in. of
1: us would fuck girls in garter belts.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Rachel's no nodding again. furiously oh, over
2: yes, here. Oh, yes, oh, yes.
3: And, and they keep their shoes on while
1: you fuck them. Oh, and that's
2: sexy as shit.
1: Those that heels. That is the
3: best. Those heels. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: see, people like you that are built like a gazelle, that, like, you have to, like, it, that just doesn't work, you volleyball player types, because <laughs> not all guys have super long legs. I happen to, so I'm fine. You're screwed, Dave. I don't have a fucking problem with long
2: legs at all, especially when they're like wearing like those three inch heels. Put on coffee them?
1: cans on your feet, or what? Are you oh, do?
2: I don't give a shit. I'll pull her down and have her kiss me. I don't care about so, tallness. Does not bother me. And when you're on the bed, you're technically the same height. That's right. You're yes, in there. See horizontal height. See exactly. See. So oh, so we've we've lost track here. We went from making this to sex. So. Our minds are in dirty. Well, we're all dirty. It's what we do. So here. dirty. All right. So now, describe the playrooms. Okay. Now, here's the thing. I know you're going to have two different sides, so I want to hear both your playrooms.
1: All right.
3: I'll let you take this one. Please, I sir. Have to go
1: first. <laughs> See, the thing about playrooms is, it's really hard to please everybody in one place. So playrooms that have diversity for me are important—diversity of styles, but also diversity of the number of people that can be involved. Mm-hmm. I love clubs that have a, a really wide range of playrooms. So maybe one that has a window. So if people that like to be watched, uh-huh. right, can be exhibitionists. I love that they have space for voyeurs in the same space that really love to watch. I really love ones that give you the place. You know, I think what's overdone is the dungeon theme. Like everybody's got a dungeon.
4: yeah,
1: And they're really intimidating because you have so much shit in there. So what I'd like to see is some of the normal style playrooms. And, and when I say normal, let's get, get, be honest, none of us are normal. But you can't really have, uh, you know, a St. Andrew's cross in a doctor's office. That really doesn't work. But no. you can have shackle mounts in the same chair in the doctor's office playroom with, the, you know, the stirrups and the speculum and the whole shebang. Uh, but in the, in the, in the uh, group rooms, you can have ways for bondage and have some toys in there, maybe drawers with that sort of thing without making it so scary. Yeah. I think for people that are new to situational play, playrooms can be really daunting and intimidating. So what they end up doing is either watching and standing on the outside or going to the group room and having sex by themselves and looking around frantically while they're trying to get off, which never happens. Mm -hmm. So what I would like to see for playrooms is uh, personal playrooms where people can go in and shut the door. And it gives them the ability to stretch their boundaries inside those walls, but also offers other things, group rooms, visual experiences, voyeur, exhibitionism, all of those things in one place, but have guides to explain them to you. So as you walk through, somebody explains to you what you're seeing, what you're feeling, so you can figure out what you want instead of figuring it out for yourself.
5: That was an
3: amazing description. That was really good. Yes. And I, I, I will agree with that. One of my favorite experiences in a playroom was actually on a cruise. And they had a big open playroom, but they had it um, individualized where they had like sheer curtains like around each of the bed areas so that you felt a little bit like you had a little more privacy because you could close the curtains if you wanted to or you could open them. But the nice thing about having it like that set up in a big room is you could still hear the noises coming from there and you could still hear um, the, the sexy energy and all that stuff, which was incredible. So like our club at home, uh, we very often play in the private rooms, which is fantastic, but you don't get you don't get the whole feel that you're actually in like a group play setting as you do.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I think that's important. And I think that the other thing that's really important, and if I were designing it myself, is I would have an excellent not only security staff. So when we did have curtains like that, it is not okay to put your head around the curtain. No, That's not your space. If the curtains don't closed, yes. But people do that. We see it all the time. So have an excellent security staff, but also have a great cleanup staff because there's nothing more terrifying as a newbie or as somebody that maybe is still cutting their teeth than to walk into a playroom and it's not clean. Mm -hmm. It's not ready for you which means now I'm not clean, I'm not safe, and I don't feel like Nobody If you nobody gets horny at a horror movie. That's why COVID fucked up all of our sex lives, right? <laughs> right. If you don't feel safe, you don't wanna fuck. So we need people to feel safe with security and clean up at the same time.
2: Now, Ed, this the really interesting thing is while you guys were talking, you made me think of an awesome idea that I would love to see. So I love the idea of voyeur and exhibitionism right there. So I just instantly like, what if there was like a schoolroom themed room And there's like little school chairs everywhere. And like you walk in the room and like there's somebody fucking on the table and somebody fucking one of the chairs in the back. And it's just one of those like a theme where you can like go in there and be a part of a fantasy, like an orgy in a school. Oh, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. But somebody's
1: in the teacher's chair and then she's teaching us. She's teaching on some swinging subject. mm -hmm. And if you're the best student, then she'll fuck you.
2: Exactly. How much fun would that be? I'm a sucker for schoolgirl outfits, too. So if you have me in that scenario, I'm going to go in there with a woman with a schoolgirl outfit.
1: It's uh, on.
3: Damn. That actually is and our favorite theme.
2: See? Okay, see? I feel like I should be best friends with Tiff.
1: Well, what <laughs> Rachel's trying to say is she likes her ass beat with a ruler. Oh, sometimes. <laughs> You're a nasty job. Yeah. pretty dirty girl. <laughs> That's epic. Sometimes I like to do the beating, too. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right,
2: I'm staying in my chair. <laughs> so what, what would be one more other thing we could do? Like, I thought of a school theme. What would be another theme you could do?
1: Yeah, you know what? I think themes, they run the gamut, right? So when we talk about people's kinks, I think a great theme for a room is something that Bob and Tess did at Naughty last time that we were there, where they had a single guy's area where couples that were interested in hot wifing or cucking could actually go, and there were single guys waiting to meet them. You could literally pick your poison, pick your favorite hot dog right here, we'll put it in a bun and it's yours, enjoy. Right. I think that was a really cool idea. And I think that there should be more of that because there are great single guys out there that are looking to play and have a good time. They're just as open minded. They just haven't met the person that's right for them yet. Uh Any one of us, if something were to happen and we weren't in our lifestyle anymore or in the relationship that we're in anymore, we're still the way we are. We still orient ourselves as ethically non-monogamous people. We can be that way and be single, and we deserve to be able to go to these places. That would give them an opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And I think especially with single guys is that a lot of people in the lifestyle need to educate
2: the single guys on like the rules and standards of how you are to be a single guy
1: in the lifestyle. What better place than you coach them all before the event starts, and then all those guys are doing awesome things, and more importantly, giving people great experiences. Maybe a lot of those people, it's their first single guy experience. Mm-hmm. That That's a game changer for people.
3: Well, so I'm going to go the other way, and I would like to see the girls-only playroom.
2: I love you already.
3: <laughs> now, can we watch? Um, so the girls-only playroom has windows, so the guys can watch from the outside, but it's ladies-only allowed. Oh, and that would be amazing. they actually did this on a cruise, and Tiff and I, that was our favorite play experience. You that just we had.
2: Were there. you in the center of everything, and just like a mountain of women?
3: Oh, we, we had a girl I, I, pile. I was just yeah. saying, that's how I envisioned it happening. Oh yeah, and it was funny because it was in the library on the cruise ship, and as you're leaving, you see all the men like lined up, like like waiting to waiting to find their wife. Like it was a whole line of men. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, Mallory knew where to find me. The bar. You're right. I'm at the bar holding court. I'm like, have a good time, honey. Tiff and Rachel will bring you back eventually. <laughs> There you go. All right. That'll do it for this segment. We got one more 10 minute slot coming you guys' way. That'll do it for Dave from Double Date. Rachel and I will be right back after this. You've been listening to Casual Swinger. back to casual swinger i am still mickey and i still have the beautiful rachel Hello. With we have from again swing fashions the other half the inspiration the guy that keeps the beautiful jane going we have jay here with us jay how are you you beautiful bastard
5: i'm good but you can call me her muse oh, that is what muse. i prefer <laughs> right?
1: her orgasm machine
5: you know whatever it takes I, if if she wasn't doing 98 of the work like it really wouldn't come together. So like like I got to give her credit, but sincerely, the inspirations over here. <laughs> You're the glue that holds it together. Really and that 2% I mean the whole cookie crumbles if we if we don't do. You're it. the magic in the bag of swing fashions. Well said, sir. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get started. You have a question for us for the next 10 minutes. Let's talk about it. What do you got?
5: Gosh, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, th- this was a great challenge. Like wh- how do we come up with something that hasn't been talked to death? So, uh, my question for you is, There, all, we've all had those, those swinger moments where the stars align perfectly and you have an amazing night, you meet the right couple, you guys are firing on all cylinders. You've had nights that probably were not at that level. Has there been a night that you wanted a do-over on because something went wrong? Either you went wrong, or the environment went wrong, the timing was bad, lightning struck and burned down your house in the middle of the orgy, whatever it was, What night do you want back, and what would you do different?
1: Dude, my house has been struck by lightning nine fucking times. It happens all the time here.
5: Welcome to Florida.
1: Well, I do have a, I have a loose relationship with God, so I'm really not, I'm really not shocked.
5: I don't know if he would call it a loose relationship if he targeted you nine times. (laughs) I would say nemesis, perhaps. Fuck you, fuck you, (laughs) fuck you,
1: fuck you. you. Oh, two more times. Uh, uh, Yeah, yeah. For us, getting, getting it back, rolling it back, playing it over again. uh, We try not to live in regret, particularly when it comes to the lifestyle. So when things don't go the way we want them to go, we ask ourselves the the important question, which is, is this an us thing? Did we do it wrong? Mm -hmm. And if it is, what do we need to do differently? And sometimes what you needed to do differently was make it work for that other couple. If it didn't go right, maybe, maybe they're introverts and they just don't know how to ask for the business. Maybe they're very into you and you have no idea. What you have to understand as a lifestyler is how to communicate with somebody in terms they understand talk to them their way, right? It's kind of like if you walk up to an owl and you scream at it, it's not going to understand you. If you hoot at it, it might, right? Because that's the language they speak. So when we talk about things that didn't go our way, we really try to think about did we communicate what we wanted? Did we ask for the business in a way that they understood and legitimately either said no or weren't interested or didn't, you know what I mean? And I, so we've got a lot of those type of experiences over the last 15 years. And those are the things we try to focus on, not the things that didn't necessarily go well, whether it was a single guy that showed up, not dressed for the occasion or somebody that flaked and didn't come along. You know, we had a really great new year's one time with a couple that we went damn near all the way. They were, they were so hot and so beautiful and like, we need to get together soon she just wasn't feeling well. And we were like, fuck yes. Like she was one of the most beautiful girls I've ever met in the I'm Like, yes, 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 yes. I'm so happy. <laughs> and we found out the next day that she found out the next morning she was pregnant. And so they were off the table. I would have loved to roll that one back one day. Right. <laughs> like right. Just one. Uh, so that stopped that from happening. Sure. So that's an experience mm-hmm. like that. But I think it's more important for us to understand that it's not every experience is going to go the way we think and don't blame yourself and don't blame someone else. A lot of times, more often than not, it comes down to communication.
5: Yeah, I think I think for for me for the for the fun of the moment, it was more like um, the boat got really rocky on a swinger cruise, and I was like, I am starting to get seasick, and I would like to have not gotten seasick. Is <laughs> <was> really where <laughs> where my head was at on this. Like, I don't think I don't think we have any regrets of like, oh, we should have done something different. It was more like um, I shouldn't have had that seventeenth margarita. While I was in the perfect flirt mode, and then went to barely putting a sentence together mode. Uh, so those those are the kind of things that I would like to claw back because I am 100% get overexcited when we go on like swinger vacations, and I'm like, oh, open bar, let this will this will this will grease the gears, this will help me uh, come out of my shell, and then you know, and then you're like, oh man, I I I drank away an opportunity to meet a great peop- great great couple, great group know,
1: I think that's outrageously good. How about you, Rachel?
3: I mean, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Tiff and I do everything perfectly.
5: <laughs> okay, of course you do. I just talked to her about this and she said the same thing. <laughs> so weird.
3: I am not thinking about a night that we experienced that I truly have regrets on for, I mean, if, if I had to summarize something quickly, I would say we've had experiences where we have, a lady that has a hall pass and we have date night planned and she comes over to our house and we just, we have so much fun talking and chatting and drinking that sometimes we forget to play and we're like, oh fuck, it's like one or two o'clock. Okay, we should we should play because you need to leave at like four a.m.
1: Yeah, you, we should get to the sex. <laughs> should,
3: so the, the, if I have to say anything that might be, that might be one of my regrets. Like, hey, how do how do we get to the sex sooner? But we also love, part of the lifestyle is that friendship, and mm-hmm. that is something that is so meaningful to us. And even if, even if I mean, the sex de- definitely came that night, but it was later. <laughs> and, yeah,
5: it, I mean, that's, that's a good one. That's good.
1: Yeah. I really like that. And I think, for me, it is something that just occurred to me was, you know, since we started Casual Swinger, we've met some amazing people. And we've met some people that were newer in the lifestyle and were making their way and, and we looking for guidance and we tried to provide it as much as we tried to private, provide friendship. And some of them were outrageously attractive and were like, we would really love to be there for you, but we really don't love being people Sherpa, right? We don't really love doing that. But then when we didn't, something bad happened to them and it Maybe because we weren't there to help them or give them better advice. And so they learned a lesson the hard way instead of learning it from us. So there's a few examples of that in the last 15 years where I really think it, my regret is that I didn't tell them what they needed to know before it happened to them. And because of my desire not to be, there's for them not to have that person be reliant on us for their experiences. I don't mind giving advice and I certainly love playing but I didn't want those people to be relying on us. And then because I got my wish, something bad happened to them. Mm -hmm. And I think about that almost every day, almost every day when we talk to new people, what do I need to tell them the most Mm -hmm. about their experiences to keep something bad from happening to somebody else that I care about?
5: I think that's a, I think that's a a far more salient, uh, uh, like look back. Like that's like, that's, that's looking back with clear eyes and like for all the right reasons. I, I, uh, I think that, any opportunity to uh, to be a big brother in this is awesome, and and we try and take them whenever we can.
1: Yeah, well, they're lifelong friends. Every friend I've made in the lifestyle, I get to keep, and that to me is is amazing. And that's something I'm glad that's an opportunity we didn't pass up on. Awesome. So I think that we are out of time here. This is the end of round three. Do we have one more round of questions coming in? Oh, we do. We do. We're going to be back in just a hot second with more of the beautiful Rachel from Sapphic and yet another sexy guest star here on Casual Swinger. We'll be right back after this. One more time, back here on Casual Swinger, and I still have the beautiful Rachel from Suffolk Swingers. How are you, sweetheart? Are you ready I am for one doing one?
3: fabulous, and I'm very ready for this. Oh, <laughs> God. I
1: have two of the sexiest women I can think of in front of me right now, and they're really close together, sharing this big, bulbous, long, <laughs> Indeed. hard microphone. Yes. Andy, how are you? I'm wonderful. We have Andy from Double Date Nation. Thank you. I'm so glad to have you guys in the studio. So you have some questions for us. I do. Let's hear your question and let's talk about it.
6: So before you can guarantee that you're down to play, what are your three check boxes that you must have checked during a date? Like what are your mental checkboxes? This is a go or this is a no.
1: All right. So three things that our brains go through before we're like, yes, we are in. Right. You want to take it?
3: Is she hot? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I was gonna say does does he have a penis because he's out for Rachel and Tiff
3: <laughs> right right now for us number one is she hot is she conversant so personality is super important for us Do like do we feel chemistry when we're hanging out with her two is the dude cool mm-hmm. uh, we obviously we don't play with men but we really value our friendship with the male partners and so that needs to be cool. Number three, um, is there a space for us to play, I guess? I mean, it depends. Are you in, are you in a situation where you can play? Is it convenient? So, is it convenient, yeah. So that's definitely the number three checkbox.
1: And if it... Uh, so a hot girl at Publix is probably not going to do the trick then. <laughs> You're like, nope, nope, we can't fuck her. She's, <laughs> she's totally conversant, totally hot. Guy seems cool.
3: Uh, but we can get the number okay (laughs) can't fuck her in frozen
1: foods guess we're leaving all right Right. that makes sense uh you know for us uh i well, for me in particular i don't want to speak for mallory because she's got her own answers up there somewhere which you guys will hear on somebody else's show fuck knows who they were good were they yeah she's smarter than i am yeah she's She's hotter than me too she's hot yeah Yeah, she's (laughs) very hot (laughs) all right so for me The first and most important thing that I look at when when we're talking to another couple and plays on the table, I look at how they interact with each other. I want to know that he loves and respects her and that he treats her with love and respect because at some point he's going to be some form of alone with my wife. And if he doesn't love and respect the woman that he's with, he doesn't love and respect her. He's not going to treat her with respect. He's not going to treat her the way that I would treat her. He's not going to look out for her best interests. He's not going to look out for her health. So if you don't love the person you're with, I'm not going to let you try to love on mine. And that's so obvious too. It It, is.
3: Yeah. That's a huge red flag.
1: It is. So I look for that. I look for telltale sort of situations where people aren't in a healthy space, right? Are you communicating with each other? Are you looking after each other? Are you talking to each other? Or is this about both of you? Right? So that's number two for me. Is it about both of you? Do you, do you want to be here? Do you, both of you want to be here? Is one of you being drugged along, kicking and screaming by the hair, right? I think those things are important. And for me, the last thing is we need to connect. I need to know that there's some common ground, whether, and you know, it's different with everybody. Sometimes you sit around with a new couple and talk about your dogs. Sometimes you talk about your kids or your education, your experience at college, your jobs. You know, the things we don't talk about these days are bullshit politics and, and who you hate, because it's all negative, so we just try to avoid it, and we try to connect with people in a way that's meaningful and lasts the length that we want lifestyle relationships to last, which is forever.
6: Good call. Yeah. So, so that's your three. You have all that's your three. All three. You have, okay, you and your three. What's on your channel, So, then? what is? How about this? How well, we about I want to know
1: what you? How do you get in bed with Andy?
6: Well, you can laugh my panties right off me. So, Sweet. if you get, it, if you Yeah, as we say in Tennessee, if you get me to giggling, it's just, (laughs) I (laughs) don't Damn. Did
1: you know I have jokes?
6: (laughs) I did know that. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so being lighthearted, good personality, you know, can kind of, especially if somebody sees another person shy, just kind of pulling them out of their shell a little bit, Mm. making them feel comfortable. That's sexy. Um, I do have a box I would check as a no, okay? And that is bragging. What is that? I don't know. That's a, you know. You, I don't need to know any of your financial situations. I don't need to know where you know if your accountant just called or what if your Camaro is paid off. That's a true story that has what the hell's wrong with people more than once. So, anyway, yeah. So it's just a. I don't that I don't think belongs mm-hmm. there. If you're trying to impress my panties off, you're it just no. You know,
1: I think today that that actually goes beyond braggartry though to things like or braggadocio if you want to call it that. But it's signaling of any kind, right? I don't need you to signal to me that you support LGBT or that you support BLM or that you support funding or defunding the police or your favorite, you know, politician. Don't signal. Just be you. Mm -hmm. Just be yourself. I'll figure it out. I'll figure out where your interests lie and who you are. You don't have to tell me how much money you have. I don't fucking care. Mm -mm. So don't signal me. Not even bragging anymore. Mm -hmm. I think it goes beyond just bragging it doesn't matter.
6: Mm-mm. No, it does not. It doesn't belong. Like mm-hmm. having that interaction and possibly a, a fun experience and lifestyle is not something that um, you, it's kind of an escape. So mm-hmm. don't bring all the negativity that you have on a lunch conversation into that. It doesn't belong. Have fun. It's
1: yeah. Sexy. Yeah, not... Who you are will become evident. Who right? you support, who you who you you'll, it'll it'll be obvious. Right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> 100% agree on oh, that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, we actually had one of the hottest girls reach out to us and their profile legitimately talked about how affluent they were and we didn't respond. Mm-mm, no. And she came and found us at the club and ultimately we ended up playing and they are some of the sweetest, sweetest people ever. But that initial review of the profile completely turned us off.
1: Really? Yeah. You were like, no, no, <laughs> no, no, you suck.
6: First impressions, Powerful.
1: It really is. Yeah. It only takes thirty seconds to make yeah. your first impression, to it's com- the impression. It's either with odor.
6: It's either with odor or <laughs> Yeah, don't fart in the club, guys. Just saying.
1: Watch. The they pits. walk into the cloud, they're blaming you every time.
6: <laughs> Do yes. not shit on the floor.
1: No. Do not <laughs> shit in the floor of Mickey and Mallory's hotel room. Please. We will blame all of you. You're all guilty.
6: And you will all clean it up. <laughs>
1: yeah, all right. No. You know, all you guys were among the ice skaters on Lysol Wipes we cleaning that up with we us. Were. So that's friendship right there.
6: That was like here to help you. I <laughs> <to> love you. <laughs> this is gross. Right, right. It was
1: nasty. It was it was absolutely gross. So I, I love you both for that. Thank you. It was amazing that you guys helped us clean shit off our hotel room floor. We
6: know it was a hazing. It was just we had to get that initiation uh-huh. in. The initiation <laughs> whoever was out of stays the way. to clean up the shit in the club. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's how you know they're in your tribe, folks. Yeah. If you've ever wondered if people are in your tribe or not in your tribe, <laughs> have someone shit in the floor of your hotel room and see if they hang around to help you clean it up. They're in.
6: Although oh, <laughs> shitting on the floor is not recommended.
1: Highly, Please highly don't. unrecommended. There's, <laughs> oh, I, That was a $600 a night room that we didn't have sex in because we were so grossed out.
3: And you had the coolest shower ever. Didn't we? Yeah. It was amazing.
1: I don't know. It was really yeah, how did
3: we all not get naked
1: in that shower? Uh, this is, so you know what? That's a missed opportunity. We should have said that. Mm. We all should have been naked as shit. Yeah. I mean, I'd have been outside watching, but whatever. It would have been fun. That's and you it meant goes. it because you're, like, naked. Yeah, naked. <laughs> naked. No, you get naked. <laughs> I get naked to get in my shower. I get naked when y'all are in the shower.
6: Right. <laughs> that's fun. A whole different level yeah. of kids. All right, so
1: you did say that you love people that can make you laugh. Right. Right? So mm-hmm. you love a sense of humor. So that's mm-hmm. a checkbox for you. Uh, you didn't really cover what the rest of them were, though, did she?
3: She said and, uh, about being judgy. Being okay, so, gay. yeah, no bragging. No right. Bragging, yeah. And, I, and yeah. did you have
1: one more?
6: Yes, so, and I mentioned a minute ago, but how somebody, like pheromones, it's weird, it's not even a smell, it's not even like, oh, you were a certain kind of clone, it's just a, I don't know, I, I've even noticed Chemistry. the pherom yeah, it's, it really is because I've been dancing with people, and we're sweaty, and he, and it's still, it's it's weird. You'd I'm lick it weird. off their face? I'm kind of, I did, yeah. You did? <laughs> You're a dirty bitch. It's awesome. I stop awesome. At the neck. I'm you know, until, you know, then, yeah. are off, then it's off. Yeah.
1: Then you just licked it off everywhere.
6: Right. God,
3: you're awesome.
1: <laughs> all right. I need to find out if I stink. Everybody else. You and there. Dave are all
3: about the pheromones, huh? I, don't, I don't know. I've heard him talk about your hair. My stank. Your stank?
1: <laughs>
6: he calls it my stank, yeah.
1: <laughs> you can only be from the South when you got a stank. Yeah. All right. That's just exactly. awesome. <laughs> And and it's a good thing, right? Because yeah. usually, if you like, if you smell a stench, stench is bad. Yeah, but no. He says when he sting, smells you... my
6: hair, he's like instant erection, like really? within seconds, and it's really weird. And The dirtier my hair is, the faster. What is he
1: fucking Napoleon? Are you Josephine? Know. Is that what this is? Does he tell you not to wash while he's away at war?
6: Yes, <laughs> he does. <laughs> he's like, awesome. you didn't wash your hair, did you? My like, God. <laughs> Calm down. It's my like So home. next time
3: you go on a trip, you know why he didn't pack any shampoo.
6: <laughs> right. It's like dry shampoo, slap it out of her hands. Get that get that shit away. Give <laughs> <Don't Cream laughs> me that your stank, hair. bitch. You need to stank. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's gonna do it. That's our forty minutes of fame for me and these beautiful ladies. Ladies, thank you so much for doing this with me. I feel like I won. This was <laughs> awesome. You. This is the hottest time with two girls I've had in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
3: Thank you, Mickey. This has been really, really fun. And I will say I have this is the biggest thing, the biggest phallic, most phallic thing I've had in front of my face in a long time. I'm talking about his big microphone.
1: I was gonna say it's only 6:30. We got time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. We'll be back. We're gonna do a little follow-up with the beautiful Mallory in just a few minutes. So hang out and we'll be right back. You've been listening to Casual Swinger.
0: Hey guys! Thanks for listening to another episode of well, casual swinger ish, casually yes, sapphic, casually sapphic, yeah, swing fashion, so, a casually so.
1: sapphic swing fashion.
0: It's the mashup, yo.
1: Because nobody yeah. wants my penis.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I do. I definitely want your penis. It's my favorite penis on the whole entire planet.
1: That makes me really happy. Well, I, good. I'm a fan of your vag. Yeah, my
0: vag. Ooh, sexy.
1: Your taco. <laughs>
0: yeah, mm, so turned on right now. Delicious. Off. So that was like a really fun social experiment, honestly. It was. Because the diversity in everyone's answers, depending on their perspective, and like how late it got in the evening or like in the rotation, Um, I found it to be interesting and, and a lot of fun, and I hope it translated to the listeners.
1: Well, and something that I thought was really neat about it was we were having conversations and sharing information back and forth with people that we don't swing with necessarily. We're swingers, but we didn't really have carnal knowledge, at least in my case, with with anyone I was talking to. So it was very kind of almost, I, I want to say it was almost academic in the conversation, a but still bit. emotional. We're still talking about things that really matter to us.
0: A little bit. And some of them were a little deeper than I anticipated. Yeah. And it took it took some digging to really get there.
1: Yeah, I, I I dug it. I think it was a really neat concept. I love that Jay and Angie came up with the concept. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I hope that it was, there was some revelation in there, or maybe there was something in there that helped you come to terms with something. Uh, maybe knows? it made you laugh. Yeah, maybe you laughed a little. Laughing's fun.
0: Laughing's like the meaning of life, I'm convinced. Mm-hmm. That and aliens. Okay. But I digress.
1: But when I make people <laughs> laugh, I end up in the friend zone, and nobody wants my penis. <laughs>
0: Oh God, that's not true. Stop it off. I'm just going to
1: just gonna cling to that till somebody dives you're on You're
0: going to make. You're giving me guilt.
1: Oh, sorry. Does guilt not make you horny? Because we will stop. No, that, it right definitely now. doesn't. We'll like my
0: now. vag is drying up as as we sit here. Oh no.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like that guy at the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah. He chose poorly.
0: Yeah, like a two-year-old eating mushy peas. Like, mm 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 mm. <laughs> nope.
1: That's fantastic. Well, look, guys, we have had so much fun doing this. We want you to come back and join us again for our next episode of Casual Swinger. But before we get out of here, I think you had one more. I do. A quick
0: reminder that we're hosting our first meet and greet the 19th of March at the Oasis on the River here in Sanford, Florida. If you'd like to pre-register and have your ticket ready before you join us, please go to casualswinger.com. Travel with us or check our social media sites on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
1: That's right. Those links will be all over the place for the next two weeks. You'll get sick of seeing them. So just bring your ass down here to sunny Florida. It's fucking cold where you are. It's not cold here. It's <laughs> awesome here. So come down and party with us at Oasis on the River. We're going to dance. We're going to sing. We're going to get drunk. I don't know what else we'll do. Maybe Root. we'll steal some silverware or something from the room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't say that.
1: I'm kidding. They use plastic. Oh, bar.
0: it is a bar it's a really cool bar though i love the outdoor pool it's yeah, gonna I, be so much fun this
1: bar's badass you guys gonna and if you have a boat by the way one of my favorite things about oasis on the river you got a boat you can take your boat to the bar
0: that's true yeah.
1: i mean i don't recommend drinking and boating i hear that's bad
0: too. no drinking and boating no drinking and driving all right we're, we're responsible adults here
1: all right folks we're gonna call that a wrap thanks for joining us here on casual swinger you want to say bye baby Bye, baby. Oh, hey, wait a minute. Are you leaving? Bye, baby. <laughs> God damn. Folks, we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to Casual swear.